Welcome to another edition of The Bones of Advertising. I'm Craig McLeod and you are? I'm ashamed. I'm covered in shame and disgrace. Why is that? Oh, no, it's a historical shame. It's oh. not, uh, not anything I've done recently. Not anything you've uh, done today. No, it's not something I've done today. No, no, no. Not unless you count shit in the bed. That's, um, but that's a different story. <laughs> it doesn't count. Fuck. <laughs> well, we've all done that. Anyway, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> never trust a fart, mate. We've always uh, got a philosophy in our household, never trust a fart. Never trust a fart. Let's check. It's always nice to, uh, no, it's not, it's not nice to do anything like that. Anyway, um, I, uh, I digress. I, you did pretty quickly. We've digressed. I need to. Um, I need to issue a public an apology. A public apology. I need to. I need to uh, to issue a public apology to any client I have ever worked with, ever. No, uh, just a couple Jeez. of clients. I want. I, I want to talk today. My bone today. Yeah. Based on the um, uh, the inspiration provided by our work with the Campaign Palace last week, is um, uh, dead babies. I'd like to talk about. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. So what I mean by that is if every ad, if every piece of marketing, if every strategy you do, anything you pour a little bit of your soul into is a metaphorical baby. Yeah, it is. So a creative baby. A creative baby. And, uh, you know, some of them, some of them you spend a lot of time on and you craft them and everyone gets on board and they're all, you know, everyone mm. loves them, everyone loves every part of it. All of a sudden you've got this baby that's got, you know, seven fathers and 15 mothers and everyone's, you know, everyone, you know, proudly this thing will go to air and everyone will stand around and go, ha-ha, that's my baby. Right there. And then there's the stuff that dies an orphan mm. that just does not get any love at all, and the reason it doesn't get any love at all once it's run is probably because it didn't get too much love while it was being created. Okay, so you're headed into the zone of the bad stuff. The bad stuff, and not and not like historically bad stuff, like um, uh, a lovely uh, a lovely ad for Camel cigarettes with Santa. <laughs> Santa smoking a camel cigarette. Yeah, who's that one? Yeah, yeah, no, nothing. No, not like that. Or the the headhunters that that ran the the tie, but the tie was kind of like it was the wrong way. It looked like a noose. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm sure there's uh, I'm sure there's others. Like, well, just... start your baby on Coca Cola early. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Get it off the tea. Get it off the mother's milk. Get it off the formula. Get it onto yeah, yeah. Coca Cola. It's Straight on. never, never too early. It's never on. too early for Coke, oh. cola, and, and brush your teeth with Clorox. <laughs> well, wasn't get an oily smile or something? <laughs> Outstanding stuff. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Like that stuff is. Um, uh, That's just shit. It, it was. It was just shit. But it was historical. Like that. It was back when. Back when it was. The cigarettes with a lifeblood of sudden. Well, yeah, that's sudden basically a health America. message for Santa. Get rid yeah, of yeah, the yeah. tickle in your throat with a dart or with a durry. What's the tickle in your throat? Because it's got it's got a triple filter. It's like, <laughs> it doesn't. It's a cigarette. For Whatever God's germs sake. are in your throat, by the time you suck this shit in, everything mm-hmm. else will be dead. But don't worry, you'll be dead soon too. Yeah, yeah. We didn't yeah, know but- that back then. Is what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there is a, uh, if you look carefully on the internet somewhere, there is a picture of um, back when uh, back when Disney were doing all sorts of product line extensions, there was a packet of Mickey Mouse cigarettes. No. Yeah, yeah. cigarettes with uh, the great, um, 
the great Mickey. So Lucky Strike style, but just with the ears on top, so the circle, but Mickey Mouse, like imagine the logo, be amazing. Serious, no, like one of the original kind of Steamboat Willie style illustrations of, of Mickey. But a packet of durries, like, you know. By bloody Disney, hey? <laughs> what was Walt picking? I wonder if, I think he was a data. I thought he was a cigar guy. Walt? He may have been a cigar guy. Maybe he's just sort of like, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Let's get it to market. <laughs> Let's build another theme park somewhere. What about Anaheim? <laughs> Where are we going to start with the clanger, my boy? Where are we going to go? Well, I don't have any of these in my folio. I have none of these. I've kept no record of these, but I'm only going to mention them in passing because they were so terrible. But there's lessons to be learned, so I thought I'd... uh, So I once did an ad for a full-page ad for State Bank of South Australia. Okay. For the pageant. So the, they were the major sponsors of the pageant. And the headline simply said, your pageant, your bank. So it was, you know, simple. But the subhead, which was still, you know. So 70, far, I'm okay with that. You haven't lost me there. 72 point in uh, like underneath the massive thing. It said State Bank is a proud sponsor of the John Martin's pageant or the, the State Bank pageant, whatever it was. But I spelt State S T T A E. No. And it ran. And it ran, got all the way through. Nobody checked it. Are you kidding me? Nobody checked. Wow. They, like they look at the headline and they've gone, yep, State Bank, your bank. Like, you know, if you read something fast, you just go. Yeah, State yeah. Bank, your bank, got it. <laughs> yeah, got it. It was either State Bank or State <laughs> Banak or something like that. Like it, was, <laughs> it was just. It's lost in the in the annals of time. I uh, I once did an ad for a uh, a large um, uh, 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 hotel on the Gold Coast um, <laughs> called Royal Pines, which is where they have the Australian yes. Ladies Masters. It's great. Yeah. Royal Lovely. Pines, not Tory Pines, but Royal Pines. Not, not Tory Pines, Royal Pines. And uh, they had an ad for Mother's Day, and it was like, bring your mum to Royal Pines because we know you like to play golf. Yeah. If your mum likes to play golf, maybe here's an opportunity to have a bit of a game of golf together and your mum will like it and you'll like it and we'll put on a, you know, fancy tea or fancy lunch afterwards and it would be, you know, lovely. And so it was all, you know, hearts and roses and flowers and stuff. But no, no. Someone, someone in this room, this virtual room, someone said, uh, the, headline, the headline said, it's Mother's Day. Bring the bag to Royal Pines. That that didn't go down very well at all. And I thought, well, I'll just I'll run it past my mother. So bring the bag or a bag? No, bring the bag oh, to Royal no. Pines. God. <laughs> Oh, that's outstanding. Outstanding work. Outstanding work. And I ran it past my mother because I thought, you know, it's a, it's a bit touchy. It's a bit touchy. I, you know, yeah. I should run it past my mother. My mother has a deeply wicked sense of humour and she said, I love it, John. Oh, it's no. Very funny. Very funny. So she she's validated it. it, given the tick, and you've gone, my mum loves it. Every mum will love it. But, of course. <laughs> but of course, not every mother did. Um I once did an ad, so I apologise to Royal Pines for, um, for for bringing that up. I apologise to that Mother's Day. Yeah, and the reason that one got up, I reckon, is because the person who was the account manager got bullied into it by the deputy creative director 
Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And the uh, and the client was away, um, and so no one, the person who, the person who had to uh, prove it was. Uh, Sounds like a recipe for disaster with the client away, deputy creative director, and a bullied account manager. It sounds like a perfect was, storm. My it was boy. tremendous. It was it was uh, it was me going way beyond the scope of my uh, of my of my job. Well, everything was good up until you said bag. You called the mum of the house. Bring the bag. Bring the bag to Royal Pines. We didn't say old bag, which is the Aussie saying that is terrible. But you did. They didn't. You didn't say that, which is good. You just said bag. So you held a little. Bit of handbrake on, yeah, yeah, still horrendous, horrendous, absolutely horrendous. The other one that I desperately need to apologize to everyone involved with, um, was uh, we did a uh, we did a job for a large pharmaceutical company once in an agency I was involved with, and I can't, I'm not going to name the pharmaceutical company, and this ad has been uh, consigned to the dustbin of history. But pharmaceutical companies are highly ethical, highly, they're very serious about yes. what they do. Very serious. Yeah, about a lot of that. red tape to get through to get a pharmaceutical ad live or whatever it is, yeah. you know, through the MIMS or something. Yep. You have to have it all checked and balanced. Checked and balanced. But what you're allowed to do is you're allowed to do um, brand building pieces. Yeah. You're allowed to get people like... <laughs> And so we had a um, we had this great idea, our director and I had this great idea. What we would do is we would invent a character. We would invent a character and it would be the uh, this brand name hero. Like he would be the hero that would come in, she would be the hero that would come in and fix the headache or stop the diarrhoea or, you know, it was one of those okay. kind of over-the-counter uh, yep. pharmaceutical companies. And so we had this we had this ad where we had a whole lot of people applying to be the hero. Hero. Yeah. Uh, which was fine. And we had, you know, people dressed, we had all these people dressed in, you know, lycra and, you know. But we played it for humor. So we had we had really, really big oversized people in really small outfits and really small people in oversized outfits and a stand-up comedian with a fake cigar and, like, it was just, you know, and everyone trying to be this hero. And it, and I was, I was approached by my managing director and he said, will this work? And I said, oh, absolutely, you'll get noticed. You'll absolutely get noticed and it's on, it'll brand them really, really well. It was pulled within about a week of it going to air because it was so, like, it was, Visually, it absolutely branded the business. Everyone would recognise the name of this company. But tonally, it was so far off the mark. It was like it was like Christopher Columbus thinking he discovered India. (laughs) (laughs) That's how far. That's how far we missed the mark by. It was just. So I'd like to apologise to uh, to those people as well, if any or anyone's. Yeah, gosh, I'm gonna. I'm going to give you one which it's kind of a good bad. It's it's one we did, and I'll mention the client because they are still um, a client or close, um, friendly with uh, with the, the MD of this particular area, and it's Hardy Grant that we worked with, and okay. we were really fortunate to work across one of their brands, actually across a number of their brands, but in this particular case, 
the brand was UBD Gregory. So for those out there who have no idea what a street directory is, for anyone under whatever age where you have no yeah. idea that yeah. once upon a time you had a book in the back of your car and that had maps and, and you used to, to look drive. up the street name. Used to drive, used to drive like that, looking. <laughs> well, you'd have it open on the seat next to you and you'd be like, where am I? Where am I? <laughs> but back in the day, back in the day. And as this digital transformation started to take place, they were obviously losing ground, but they were still able to find this pocket of market. So it was either fathers buying for children, so making sure that they've got a backup for when the phone went dead, yeah. or it was people of an older generation who still loved the book and always you know, enjoyed that tactile process. But we had a ripping MD in that space, and she's still there today, and she just said, I want you to do something different, something that's going to get attention. So... We came up with a cap copy line, and this is with our creative director who's still with us today, Caroline, and, and I came up with the, the copy line, Get Rooted, R-O-U-T-E-D. I love it. Get I love it. Rooted. Get Rooted. Well, you and I loved it, but we put it out on radio across the country and Ray Hadley got hold of it, that muppet up in Sydney, that boring as batshit dickhead, got hold of it and absolutely took to... Hardy Grant, like, but what he didn't realise is that what he was doing was causing all of this data to appear across Facebook, across um, Google. So we ended up getting some ridiculous amount of impressions and they sold more of these directories than they ever had before. So he called me some stupid ponytail-wearing moron from an agency. That's how I was referred to. And he referred to the marketing manager who... Uh, at the time, a wet behind the ears moron who knows nothing. Oh, and then the marketing manager got on the front foot and called Ray Hadley. Oh, Ray. So called Ray. And I don't know that he ever got he ever took the call, but this whole stink. So he took it off the air on 2GB in Sydney. It was taken off the air. We weren't allowed yeah. to, to play the ad anymore yeah. because he rallied all of his, you know, 90-plus-year-old audience that he has. So, you know, they're one foot in the grave. And ultimately, we ended up with a shit-hot campaign that worked its ass off. But again, because we started with that bit of bad get-rooted and Astrid, bless her, said, let's get that done, and we did. I think it's fantastic. I think there's every now and then you, um, like, I don't think it's a bad ad. I think you're understanding. Oh, look, I don't know, but I I was worried at the time, mate, because I was panicked, you know, like a younger version of me, you know, worried, you know, fuck, have we got professional indemnity insurance? What happens here? What's going to go? Like, you know, what happens to our reputation? Are we going to be forever tied to get rooted? Am I going to be known as Mr. Rooted? I don't know. It was all of this stuff. I I once ran an ad for a, 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 a... I wanted to run an ad that was it was canned in the end by the guy who owned the place was a, a for a hearing clinic and it was just a it was just a, a an ad a street directory just like yours but one of those big pin drops but it just had h-e-a-r here and i thought well that's it bloody pun but it works both ways happy days and he's gone no, we're a bit more serious than that, John. <laughs> I think you've got I think you've got the wrong writer. <laughs> That's not me at all. Yeah, exactly. Does he know you? Who, who is this guy? Yeah, yeah. He's a lovely bloke. He is a lovely bloke. He um uh but he was um he was like, no, nah, I'm a bit more serious than that. So but I think um I think that the lessons that I have uh, that I've learned is usually when you get something like that, it's because it's either because 
something, someone steps outside their scope of work. So the creative director decides that he's an account director or the strategist decides that he's the writer or, you know, the account manager believes that they're a better art director than the art director. There's usually someone who steps a little bit outside the scope of their expertise and just railroads it through because they've had an idea and have, without thinking maybe the idea isn't quite as good as perhaps we think it is. Yep. But um, I would like to, on the back of all that, at the end of all this, I believe I should apologise to anyone who's ever been offended by anything that I have ever done anytime Ever. I completely and utterly disagree with you. I believe you should stand behind your work and give the proverbial fuck you to anyone who didn't like what you did and let's press on with big brass balls getting to where we need to go, as always, as we always will. Oh, I love your work. I love your work. And that's what makes you, that's what makes you the leader and me the lone wolf out there. Being, uh, I love being it. Well, you know what? <laughs> That is another edition of the Bones of Advertising. You've been fabulous. Thanks for sharing some of your um, your history with us. For those listening at home, rest assured, this man is full of greatness and what you've heard today would be less than a, I don't know, a nanomillimetre of his work over the journey. 99.9999999% has been pure and utter brilliance and we will see you again next week. Don't go changing. Thank you, Kai. Thank you. Take care. Cheers.